0: super talk mississippi media production
1: this is gerard gibbert and thank you for listening to middays here on super talk mississippi
0: and now the moment you've all been waiting for welcome to real talk for real mississippians informed engaging and always brutally honest Welcome to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning. For a big chunk of people. The ones where it's really dark and loud outside, maybe not so much right now. And at the moment, it looks to be not too bad, but that is going to change. And in the next segment, uh, we're going to be talking to the National Weather Service about that. Dave Hughes in the studio today, my buddy Rhino, who the last mm-hmm. time I talked to, I believe you were in your uh, late teens. It's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a while. How you doing? Pretty good. You doing all right over there in the boat? Oh, yeah. Glad to hear it.
2: Making it for a Tuesday. Yeah, that's about all we can do.
1: But it is every
2: Star Wars fan's
1: favorite day. Well, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Because it's May the 4th be with you. Tomorrow is Revenge of the 5th. Correct. The rest of the month, this is the May. <laughs> so now we've expanded it to the entire month. Because that seems fitting, right? Right. Hey, I love every time you turn the mic on. I mean, we can't
2: culturally appropriate
1: Cinco de Mayo anymore, so. Oh, no, no, that's horrible. That's horrible. I'm I'm still going for margaritos and tacos, but uh, apparently I'm not supposed to talk about that now. Uh, and that that brings up, did you hear, did you see uh, the story of the woman that got pulled over for using her cell phone driving? Oh, yeah. Talking about that, and it was a Hispanic law enforcement officer that pulled her over uh, we we need to try to get the audio of that at some point during the show today. We got a busy show, a lot of stuff going on, uh, but we need to we need to get that because <sighs> it's ridiculous. Um, and you know what? We're diving right off into the deep end here because Ed from Aberdeen uh, just texted in something. I just had a big conversation about this with my wife last night, actually. Uh, the text says, Morning, guys. I have something on my mind this morning. The kid who set the dog on fire should be punished severely along with their parents. It's sickening, and the kid has serious problems. Lock him up and throw away the key. Well, uh, the, the the push is, uh, number one, they're trying to get this juvenile uh, tried as an adult, which I think is fitting at this point. But there have been many cases in the past where, uh, a child, a juvenile, does something like this, and the parents get punished for it as well. And I'm, I'm curious what you think about that as a concept. At what age uh, does it become the responsibility of the kid and not the parent when they do something this horrible? That's the que- There's got to be a line there. I mean, nobody is going to try to charge a two-year-old as an adult or a seven-year-old as an adult. So where's the dividing line there? I can see some value in that. If they're totally under the control of the parents, yes, I, I, can, I can see that. At what point does that go away, and do do specific six, uh, circumstances and situations change that age a little bit? So that that's something that needs to be talked about, I think. This has been a conversation for a while, and in previous years, a good friend of mine, Michelle Lambas, who is a national first responder with the ASPCA, uh, when, when they have a disaster somewhere, they call her, her phone rings, and she goes out there to handle the animal portion of any crisis that happens. She's been lobbying for years for tougher laws on animal abuse. Got some things done, got some things passed, but have we gone far enough? That's the, that's the question here.
2: Well, it's not even really a question of the laws against animal abuse. I mean, the, if the child were any older, they would be punished by the
1: law for the
2: animal abuse. It's all down to the kid's age.
1: Yeah, that's the big question right now. Uh, Keith and Baden said, I knew right from wrong really young. Yeah, a lot of people did. Uh, Vicki in Clarksdale says, when they're no longer considered a minor. Well, the problem to me, Vicky, that you get into with that is, so if a 17-year-old does that, the parents get punished? There, there, there's a dividing line there that uh, I, I don't think is quite as simple as that, in my mind, anyway. Uh, so the day before their 18th birthday, the parents get punished. If they wait and do it a day later, well, then it's all on the kid and it's not that big of a change in that one day. So uh, again, in some cases, I believe it's a failure in parenting. Just that simple. But situations are different. Different people are different ways. So we will have to see. Vicky says absolutely, yeah. So it, it, that, that's, that's the question that I have because that's a horrific story. And I think we're all familiar with the fact that doing horrible things to animals is something that most serial killers had in common when they were younger. You've heard those stories, and you've seen those, those facts and that data over and over and over. So it is an indicator uh, sometimes of some severe problems that can really cause a difficulty later in life. But if that's the way they are, is it the parent's fault? I can hear some people making that argument now. I mean, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, yes, if they're young enough and they're still under your care and your guidance and they do something this horrific, yeah, you've got part of the blame. My only question is the dividing line.
2: I don't think there's any way the law can draw a line in the sand and say, all right, kids of this age are on this side and kids of this age are on that side. I think you would have to have expert opinion where... Some expert in child psychology sits down with the kid and can determine whether or not they know right from
1: wrong. Yeah. It's it's a case by case basis, I think. From the 601 on the ceasefire text line, why do we have to make laws that have already been made read the Bible? Well, they they don't um, they, they, they don't use the King James Version on the stand. Uh, the the judge does not get to enforce the Bible, we have to enforce the laws as they are written. Uh, that, that, that's a completely different area there. Uh, because, again, then, at that point, let, let, let's just do a quick argument here. Little devil's advocacy. If you're going to do that, uh, are you just going to do the New Testament, or is it the Old Testament too? And if so, you better not be caught eating a sausage biscuit or you're in trouble. Look in Leviticus. So even then, I don't, I, that's not an argument of trail I think we want to go down. Because again, then we have to start looking at, at different things. Matt and Tupelo, spare the rod, spare the rod, and spoil the child. My kid does something like that; he'll be beat by both his mama and his daddy. Yeah. I've said before here on the air. My grandfather. All he had to do was look at you when you were acting up when you were little, and Samuel, snatch a knot in your head, and all of a sudden you lost interest in whatever it was you were doing because you knew he would do it. Never did it. Never had to. You could tell he was not bluffing. And you move on. A lot of opinions coming in on the C Spire text line. A lot of text, and thank you for that. Uh, what about the 11-year-old who stabs his 13-year-old brother to death? Yeah, it really is, though, a case-by-case basis. Do you punish the parents that just lost one of their kids?
2: Would it not be punishment to the parents to remove the kid? I mean, they've already lost a kid, and then you put another kid in juvenile detention, they've now lost two
1: kids. Yeah. Yeah. Is so, that not punishment to the parents? I would think so. Again, depends on the situation. Richie from, ironically enough, Burnsville says, do to the kid what he did to the dog. And uh, I can't get behind that one. I'm sorry. Can't get behind that one. That one, that one's, uh, that's that's a bit far. Sharon says the child should be put in a juvenile detention center, and the parents should also be arrested. So, a little bit of a, a wide variety of opinions on this. We'll continue talking about it later, but right now we're going to talk to the National Weather Service because it's another one of those days. Sunday was not supposed to be one of those days, and we have eight confirmed tornadoes from Sunday on the record. Today is supposed to be bad weather. What are we really looking at? We're going to find out straight from the source from the National Weather Service when we continue here on the JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. Keep it here.
0: Window Tint Headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of EXPEL paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
3: By now, you've heard about the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry this weekend. But there's more. Much more. I'm John and I'm Corey Ravenstein fire cushion diamonds have already arrived directly from New York these incredible patented fire cushion diamonds are the most brilliant most gorgeous cushion shaped diamonds in the world and Junikers is proud to be Mississippi's exclusive dealer half-carat fire cushion diamonds starting at less than $1,000 three-quarter carats for just 2000 and one-carat fire cushion starting at just $4,000 plus qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing interest-free millions in diamonds diamonds directly from our cutters and the incredible fire cushion diamonds all at the junikers diamond expo save hundreds even thousands three days only thursday friday and saturday may 6th 7th and 8th
4: we'll see you there juniker jewelry mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com.
5: Supertalk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team here in the Jackson Metro area. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for one of the most well-known media brands in Mississippi, Ole Miss Sports, and other great sponsorships, email your resume to Larry at supertalk.fm. That's Larry at supertalk.fm. Supertalk Mississippi Media is an equal opportunity employer.
7: deal
5: no drip roofing in construction the name says it all whatever mother nature can dish out no drip roofing in construction can take care of it with no deposits up front required 601-371-1051 601-371-1051
8: Gatto here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9 breaking news quick shots analysis all right here on Super Talk jackson 97.3
0: You're hearing The J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. Pick
9: me up, love. Pick me up, love. love, love, Every every day.
7: Pick me up. To the top of every day.
1: Welcome back. No, Super Talk Mississippi Day on the messy, JT Show.
3: Take my on,
1: on a messy day. day, and it's going to uh, get worse before it gets better, I'm afraid. And here to fill us in on that. Uh, We are talking with the National Weather Service, the folks that that have the information on this. Uh, Felicia Bowser, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service, uh, is going to join us now and tell us what we can expect over the next, eh, what, 12 hours? A little less than 12 hours, actually. Felicia, thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking the time on a busy day. How are you?
10: I'm well. Thanks for having me.
1: How are you? Oh, I'm 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 inside, so I'm doing fine today. <laughs> uh, now I, I made the comment right before the break that on Sunday we weren't really expecting that much severe weather, and we wound up getting a lot. Now today we are expecting a lot of severe weather. Does does that mean today is going to be worse?
10: Oh, not necessarily, uh, but what we're expecting for today, that's a little bit different from what we had Sunday. Sunday, we had several uh, tornadoes that did develop. Today, we're not expecting as many tornadoes to develop. We're more so thinking it's going to be a large hail and straight-line wind damage type of threat day.
4: That, that's
1: not cheering me up, Felicia.
10: I do apologize for that. But, yes, you know, we do have an enhanced risk out across the Arclamys, and this is something that people are going to have to pay attention to today.
1: Now, let me ask you this. What is the timing on this system as it moves through? I mean, we've already had one severe thunderstorm warning and one tornado warning in Capaya and Rankin and uh, in that area earlier this morning. Uh, But what's the timing for the main line of this to pass through Mississippi?
10: So like you stated, we already had a severe thunderstorm warning and tornado warning, and these isolated type of storms can pop up any throughout this morning. However, the main line of severe thunderstorms that's going to be affecting the Jackson Metro probably won't get here until early afternoon, into early evening. So it's going to be west of us late this morning, early afternoon, and we'll be here around mid to late afternoon and into the evening hours, and we'll uh, progressively push eastward with time.
1: Now, how fast is this system expected to move? Is this going to hang around for a while, or is this going to be one of those that just kind of blows through and we're done in an hour or two?
10: Uh, Fortunately, it looks like it's going to be rather progressive. It'll probably be east of Mississippi and heading into Alabama uh, probably early evening around 5, 6 o'clock or so. So it's not expected to hang around too long.
1: That's good news, definitely. Now, the other aspect of this, how much rain are we expecting to get from this? Because after the weather of the last few weeks, you may not think it, but the ground is still fairly saturated and the rivers are still up. There's not much room for this water to go. If we get a lot, are we expecting a lot of rain with this system?
10: Yes, we do have a flash flood watch that is in effect throughout this uh, event that we're expecting today. And specifically for the Jackson metro area, we're looking at anywhere from about two to four inches. And as you stated, we have been receiving uh, several inches of rain during the last few weeks. And so additional a couple of inches, you know, uh, is going to keep the ground saturated for sure.
1: Well, it's unfortunately become just regular business around here for the last few months, and it does seem like the weather is a lot more active this year than it has been even in previous years. But correct me if I – you may not know this, but correct me if I'm wrong. I saw something. I believe Mississippi has more confirmed tornadoes this year than any other state in America.
10: Um, I, I'm trying to remember if we are in the if we are in first place. I know we probably in the top five for sure, if not the top three. I just don't recall offhand if we're in first place with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I gave you no prep time for that, so that's totally understandable, Felicia. But but either way you look at it, we are one of the hot spots. And to me, uh, I think we need to shift the title from up in the Midwest and the Kansas and Oklahoma area. We're Tornado Alley now. At least it feels like it.
10: Well, you know, like you said, out west, our our brethrens out west, they're Tornado Alley, but we have a name here, too. It's called Dixie Alley, and we have that name for a reason because we see quite a bit of active weather, specifically tornadoes.
1: Now, let me ask you this. We've been dealing with this for several months now. Is, Is there an end date to this for this year where we'll get past this period of really active weather that seems to be popping so much more frequently than it has in years past? Well, believe
10: it or not, we're actually heading towards the downward side when it comes to tornadoes, severe weather type of deal. Uh, April is our most active month, obviously. The last two Aprils have been pretty active, and last April wasn't quite as active as last year, but we still have uh, several days where we did experience tornadoes. And as we head into May this month, uh, things will gradually decline, but definitely as we head into uh, early summer, you will see a significant decline when it comes to tornadoes. Not to say we can't have a day or two where we might see a slight risk or enhanced risk of severe weather, but it won't be an every week occurrence like we've been kind of feeling this way for this spring.
1: So this will die down just as hurricane season kicks in.
10: And that's correct. That's that's the next thing that I was going to discuss is where our focus is going to be shifting. We're going to be shifting towards uh, tropical weather. And uh, for your listeners, if they don't know, uh, next week is actually Hurricane Preparedness Week, and we will be issuing uh, different tips and safety measures on our social media pages on Twitter and Facebook if people want to follow us at National Weather Service Jackson, Mississippi, and see some of the cool things that we'll be posting there. So our focus will be shifting.
1: Now, let me ask you, speaking of tips and and helpful information, uh, we have the weather coming through, and we're all old hands at this by now. I don't really know how much we need in the way of advice, but uh, anything in particular people need to look out for today and be prepared for?
10: Well, since today is going to be mainly a uh, large hail and a uh, straight line wind damaging type of day, damaging wind gust type of day, uh, and we can't rule out tornadoes, people need to treat this like any other severe weather day. And what that means is just to make sure that you stay situationally aware. Tune in to your favorite media outlet, your favorite radio personality. Go to our webpage at weather.gov forward slash Jan. Our social media pages on Twitter and Facebook. Just make sure you remain alert and to know if a warning is issued for your county. So you have to know what county you live in, and it's best to know what county is to the west of you because weather typically moves in from west to east. So with this information, once you know all of this and you're prepared for this and you hear that you do in fact say have a tornado warning for your county or your city, then that's where you need to enact your safety plan. And what we like to tell people here from National Weather Service is that make sure you go to the interior part of your home, on the lowest floor. Make sure if you're if you have a two-story house, go on the first floor. In a closet, in the bathroom. Make sure you cover your head. But the main thing is to make sure you stay away from windows, because when it comes to tornadoes, one of the things that can really hurt people is the flying is the flying debris.
1: Uh, Definitely. And I appreciate the plug in the middle of the potential sources there. But uh, speaking of sources, uh, do do you think this is good advice I'm going to give here that you need to have multiple ways to get alerts? I saw a notification that the NOAA Weather Radio Station down in southwest Mississippi is down today of all days. Uh, So if you listen to NOAA Weather Radio when you're in southwest Mississippi, you're not going to get those alerts that way today. So you need to have multiple ways that you get your information.
10: I couldn't agree more. We definitely love to talk about no-weather radio. It's a great tool because you don't have to always have it plugged in. It runs off of batteries as well. But like you stated, we our, one of our transmitters are down. So having multiple ways to receive weather data, such as on your laptop, on television, if you have a smartphone, you go to these different websites. You just make sure that you have these multitude of ways to get the severe weather.
1: Well, I'm hoping you have a very boring day and get to go home early, Felicia. That would be my wish today, which would mean that not much is actually happening.
10: (laughs) Well, you know what? I sure hope so. Thank you so much.
1: Well, we can dream. Felicia, we appreciate the time uh, that you're taking to talk to us, and and keep up the good work over there, and if you need anything to get out, let us know. We'll get it out for you.
10: Great. Thanks, everybody.
1: Uh, Felicia. Bowser, uh, meteorologist with the National Weather Service. So really, I, is it just me, Rhino, or did that really sound not quite as bad as you might expect it to be? I know a lot of times when we have bad weather coming in, uh, the, the red alert klaxons are going off in the background and everybody's running around screaming, uh, mainly hail. Yeah, which isn't any fun, but... Mm. Uh, I would rather tackle that than a tornado. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm I'm hoping we get all the tornadoes out of the way, but we'll have to wait and see. That's still a possibility, but some flash flooding and some hail today. So whenever possible, park your vehicle undercover today because you never know when one of these things is going to blow through. This is a much nicer severe weather conversation than we usually get to have when I'm here, Rhino. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more than that. Yeah, so it's yep. not going to complain, though. Didn't sound that bad. I'm, I'm not going to worry. That's That was from the National Weather Service. You heard it straight from the horse's mouth, and I'm hoping that that was 100% accurate. We're still going to watch this stuff, though, and we'll keep you updated throughout the show here if anything pops. It certainly won't be any fun for people that are still cleaning up after Sunday starts. Oh, no. No, it won't. No, no. You know who may have a a really good day today, potentially? Uh, auto body shops. If we get a lot of big hail, well, business is about to pick up. Just saying. But in the grand scheme of things, if that's what we're talking about, yeah, I'll take it over the. Here's the list of places with a tornado. No, I don't want to do that, but we'll do it if we have to, and we'll keep up to date on all of that information for you. We'll continue on the JT Show.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, a slight chance of rain with partly sunny conditions, high near 89. Tonight, slight chance of rain, low around 72. Your Tuesday, a possibility of severe weather, showers and thunderstorms, high near 84. For your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
11: Rogers Dabs Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dabs Service parts and quick lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates, Brandon, or rogersdabs.com.
9: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
11: Morgan has is serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997.
14: What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life?
7: Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of oriental cockroaches and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They was trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to
14: trust. 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference
0: is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard pest Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309.
15: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The Department of Transportation's law enforcement agency is in the process of being transferred to the Department of Public
14: Safety. Executive staff members of both agencies will facilitate the transition as the move creates a new commercial trucking enforcement division within the Department of Public Safety. Made possible by the passage of a bill by the legislature, DPS will assume MDOT's $16 million law enforcement budget and its 234 employees.
15: And despite a slight population decline in the latest census, Mississippi did not lose any representation in Washington. Congressman Michael Guest wonders what the numbers will look like a decade from now?
16: We've seen uh, the number of
8: congressional districts in Mississippi shrink from, I believe, a high of seven at all time down now to four. And so I, I think our long-term concern needs to be, you know, that the census a decade from now will Mississippi shrink further again from four to three. I'm Andy Davis.
17: Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta.
0: No matter where you go This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
1: Back, Super Talk, Mississippi, the JT Show, Dave Hughes here. And while we were talking to Felicia from the National Weather Service, when she was saying, "Well, yeah, it's not really going to be much in the way of tornadoes. Mainly, we're expecting a hail and rain event today." Well, they now have video of a tornado that crossed Highway 49. Around Star and Piney Woods at 9.15 this morning in Rankin County. No reports of uh, damage or injuries yet, but I saw the video. Showed it to Rhino. It was a tornado. There's no doubt about that. And now there is a severe thunderstorm warning, in effect, for Ogtibaha County for the next, uh, what, seven, eight minutes. Uh, They issued it at 10.28 while we were talking about, oh, well, it's not going to be quite, yeah, yeah just forget everything we said in the last segment apparently uh because we are now off to the races so that's in effect we have flash flood watches just about everywhere from say the a a third of the way down mississippi from that line down we have flash flood watches in a lot of different areas and that i expect will continue there they're in effect until four o'clock this afternoon Uh, And, as I said, we'll keep an eye on it. That severe thunderstorm warning, though, is in effect right now in Octibaha County, and uh, probably not the last one we're going to talk about, unfortunately. Uh, And we'll we'll try to get information. We'll keep our eye out and see if there were uh, any reports of damage or injuries around the Star area in Rankin County over at Highway 49, because... That one's already happened, about 9.15 this morning. I got to drive up through the beginning of that when it was passing through Crystal Springs. I'm coming up the interstate, and as I'm coming up toward Crystal Springs, I, I, I get to around Hazelhurst, and I'm looking up the interstate, and it's just black. And I said, that can't be good. And sure enough, then, bam, they issued the warning, and we were off to the races, and that was a fun drive. Uh, that That also... Brings up another fair point. If one of these things pop up, go, go to ground. Find a roosting spot and stay there for a minute until it passes. These things don't hang around for hours and hours and hours. You can spare 15 minutes. Just pull off somewhere and get out of it. That's a lot better than all of the possible alternatives. Just want to tell you that right up front. Yeah, just
2: looking at the... The radar indicated hail swaths. There are 15 different patches of hail in the uh, the Golden Triangle area, and that looks like it's growing. So, yeah, that that little cluster of storm
1: cells could be producing heavy rain and hail. And that, uh, from what Felicia was saying from the National Weather Service, isn't the end of it. Hail-wise, by far today, uh, we may see a lot of it widespread all over the state. So, again park undercover 15 different patches
2: yeah i just counted the double double checked and yeah one two three four five
1: six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen and we'll have to wait for reports to see how big it is i mean you know pea-sized hail is one thing when you start comparing it to various types of sports balls then you have a problem
2: i mean i don't like it when you start comparing it to currency but
1: yeah yeah dime sized quarter sized and I never well I hear half dollar sized occasionally my favorite one and I got to introduce this term to my wife a, a week or two ago uh she had never heard of gorilla hail have you heard of that one I got to say that's a new one on me that is a thing what happens is you get the hailstones that that form And as you know, as they pass through different bands of the atmosphere, they'll melt and refreeze and and so forth and so on. Well, gorilla hail, the way I understand it, as it's passing through, it'll melt a little bit. And the stones will then stick together and refreeze. And you wind up with this conglomeration of hailstones formed into one gigantic hailstorm. We had some in Mississippi just a couple of weeks ago. And they get... Massive. They had some. I had a friend of mine that was actually over in Alabama on the coastline uh, when that happened a few weeks ago, and they had gorilla hail. And uh, she had a video of it, and it was frightening. It it sounded like, you know, the enemy was shelling her location. It was ridiculous. It broke every window in every car that it got to, messed up all the cars. So, not saying that's going to happen, not saying that's even a possibility, but. I think it's always a possibility. We'll have to keep an eye on it.
2: Yeah, according to the people at NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the official world record for the largest hailstone, 20.3 centimeters, by 8 inches. Holy cow! Fell near Vivian, South Dakota in 2010.
1: Note to self, never go to South Dakota. Shish. Sheesh. Eight inches? Eight-inch ice rocks falling from the sky. No, thank you. But, see, that's part of the problem. When you have these types of storm systems coming through, even if you know you're going to get hail, you don't know what kind. You don't know how big it's going to be until it starts smacking around on the driveway. So, just treat it all... uh... Oh, man... Ceasefire text line from the 601. Totaled my wife's car in Orange Beach. I had one payment left. And that's that gorilla hail that I was talking about. It's a term that doesn't come up that often, but when it does, it gets your attention. So, yeah. By the way, I saw something uh, on the on the previous topic about the... The juvenile that set the dog on fire, Jerry and Waynesboro, I, that 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 punishment suggestion may have been outlawed by the Geneva Convention. I'm not sure. It's uh, well, Jerry says, quote, make him listen and watch old Lawrence Welk shows six hours a day for two weeks.
2: I don't know that that will help curb any violent tendencies. I think it'll make
1: them worse. And the one, and the two. Got the bubbles coming in from both sides. Yeah, no. No, I don't think that's... uh...
2: My only memories of Lawrence Welk is uh, being babysat by my grandmother on my dad's side, and she had a drawer in her coffee table full of rubber bands from the newspaper. And I did not care for the Lawrence Welk show, so I used the corner of the coffee table... As the anchor point for the rubber bands, and shot rubber bands at the TV at Mister Lawrence. Well,
1: <laughs> what did you? What did your grandmother
2: say about that? Oh, she had a kick out of it. As long as I wouldn't mess anything up, tear anything up,
1: <laughs> and she certainly didn't change the channel, so you had no effect. <sighs> yeah, that um, uh, that severe thunderstorm warning has now expired. It's gone away for Octibah County. Um, We do still have special weather statements out for the entire state. If you're inside Mississippi and in certain areas, if you're outside Mississippi, you have a special weather statement, which is a fancy way. It's an official term for the National Weather Service to say, "Um, look out. That's what it sums up to, basically. Uh, So we're going to keep an eye on that. and. Keep you updated. I still haven't seen anything about the tornado that uh, passed over in Rankin County over around Star. Haven't seen any details yet. As uh, soon as we get some of those uh, details, we will pass them along and let you know. It's going to be that kind of day, Rhino. And we may have to break in. We've, We've got some great guests coming up at the top of the hour. If anything pops up, we'll be breaking in with it, because it is important that you get this information. But we're talking to uh, folks from the Department of Employment Security. That is a topic right now. Quick. it's, It's like a scavenger hunt. Find the business that isn't hiring right now that isn't desperately looking for employees. I myself know of five off the top of my head, different restaurants down in southwest Mississippi that have changed their open days and open hours because of a lack of staff. This, This is a problem across the board, and that's going to be part of the topic we're going to be talking about coming up right after the news at the top of the hour with folks from the Department of Employment Security. We're going to get a good feel for exactly what's going on And what we can expect in the coming months, because right now it looks like the earliest that we would see a change be the 1st of October. That's if things go well. In other words, it's going to be a long summer. I don't know, though, if the extended unemployment is enough for them to buy lumber. So they're not doing any home improvement while they're sitting at home, at least. I may or may not do this story. I don't know. Guys in jail because of a disco ball. I'm I'm trying to decide if I'm going to do it. We we, we may... uh, Disco's back and it's giving concussions. We'll uh, possibly talk about that. And also, you think hail is a problem? Oh, we got something else next week that may be a bigger problem than just hail. We'll talk about that as well on the JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. Keep it here.
8: dot
18: com.
9: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
11: Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show, conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today.
17: This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 56 to 87.27. October cotton was down 6 to 86.96. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were up 13.5 to 15.37 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up 13.25 to 14.80 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was up 14 and three quarters to 6.94 and a half per bushel. September corn was up 13 cents to 6.04 and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down 60 to 114.70. August live cattle was down 62 to 117.72. August feed down 172 to 145.07. September feeders down 145 to 147.72. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 239 points, 33,874. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Free up your time.
14: With Steel, you can spend less time working on your yard and more time doing the things you love. Not sold at Lowe's or The Home Depot. Steel is only available through our 10,000 local steel dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Lowe's and The Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Get big league performance in your backyard with steel battery tools. From mowers to trimmers, our AK Homeowner Series starts at just $199.99. Steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Pick up at over 10,000 local dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP. Available participating dealers. Lowe's and the Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies
0: yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back. Super Talk Mississippi, the JT Show. It's breaking news Tuesday, apparently. So far, none of it good. Uh, The case that everyone's been talking about since it happened yesterday, the man that killed two people and then ran with a small infant, uh, they got him down on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. The chase started in Louisiana. They wound up here. Uh, pulled him over. We now have uh, learned that the three-month-old infant that he was holding in front of him as a shield, basically, died at 1.30 this morning, 1.30 a.m. And for those that are curious, uh, the baby was shot, is the official information that has been released. Uh Once they got the baby, it was taken to uh, Biloxi, to the hospital, and then airlifted to Mobile, and that's where the infant passed away. Uh, Just a horrible story. And it seems to keep getting worse. But just wanted to pass that along in case you hadn't heard about that yet. Uh, I mentioned earlier about special weather statements. There's one right now uh, until 1130, Uh, for the Golden Triangle area, roughly. Uh, Calhoun, Chickasaw, Itawamba, Lafayette, Lee, Monroe, Pontotoc, and Union counties. Uh, A strong thunderstorm, and I wanted to read this because it answers one of the questions that we had, Rhino. The official notice from the National Weather Service, a strong thunderstorm producing pea-sized hail. So pea-sized, not that bad. It could be a lot worse. We'll take pea size if we have to have hail. That's about the size we would like, or smaller. Uh, pea size hail and winds of at least 40 miles per hour near Randolph, 11 miles southwest of Pontotoc, moving northeast at 55 miles an hour. That storm is booking it. Wow, that, which is good news. Let's get it through and get it over. The faster it's moving, the better it is for everyone. Uh, heavy rain saw something on the C Spire text line earlier from someone. Yeah, they got three points here on the Significant Weather Advisory for Safety information,
2: and the second one is the best. First one, secure lightweight objects. Makes sense. You got the umbrella up on the table out back on the patio. Take the umbrella down. It's going to fly off. Yeah. The second one, when thunder roars, go indoors.
1: Oh, I like that. They got a poet over there.
2: And then the third one, slow down when driving in heavy rain.
1: Yeah. Another one, by the way, that I would... Turn on your lights. Mention. one. I can't remember which one of the two tornadoes in April that we had in Macomb over the last few years. uh, But on one of them, I never found one of my trash cans. That's another one that you need to secure. I learned that lesson after I had to go buy a replacement trash can, but it just it went off somewhere and was never heard from again. It's on its own adventure. Yeah, yeah, a Disney movie is forthcoming. I'm sure. Uh, Jim from the Ripley. Fellowship of the Forgotten Trash Cans. <laughs> the The Quest for Bags. I guess. Uh, Jim from Ripley on the Seaspire text line said, I'm on 82 now. Just went uh, through. The biggest risk is water on the roadway. No hail yet where he was at. Just torrential rainfall. Be careful if you're driving west of Storkville. Which is good advice because it got pretty heavy when I was coming up on the interstate this morning. And it got a little iffy in a couple of spots where you didn't really have the traction that you needed to be. Yeah, when you're looking at the radar,
2: it's not unusual to see the greens and the yellows and the oranges and even the reds. But when you start getting into the purples, that's when it's, all right, pay attention.
1: Yes, purple is extremely bad. On the C Spire text line, Anne Marie said, uh, listening and heard you speak of South Dakota hail. We moved to Mississippi from Rapid City, South Dakota last March. Welcome. Good choice. Especially considering the rest of your text. Yes, the hail in South Dakota can be huge. Largest I've seen was baseball-sized. We talk all the time about the damage that big, large hailstones can do to your roof, to your vehicle, to other things. If you're walking around out there in it, it'll do a lot of damage to you if the hailstones get that big. Holy cow. Stan and Ripley, uh, again, this is a good point. Watch your animals. Dogs know before humans do. If they take cover and start acting weird, take cover. Yes. If they start digging in the corner of the room,
2: pay attention.
1: Yeah. Head to your safe spot in the house at that point. Bobby and Batesville's got a better name. Scott and Clinton says my trash can's in the basement of the Alamo.
2: (laughs) Bobby and Batesville's name for our trash can adventure.
1: The brave little dumpster. The sad part is, it would do over a hundred million at the box office. I have no doubt. Coming up after news from Fox and Super Talk Mississippi News, uh, we got a good conversation coming up to start the hour. Jackie Turner, uh, Irma Cook, uh, Karen Prado. We're going to be talking about unemployment. Some of the numbers. Get some updates. And talk about this worker shortage that we're going through everywhere, not just in Mississippi, but we're going to talk about the Mississippi part of it. We'll do that after the news as we continue on the JT show, Super Talk Mississippi.
12: News. I'm Lillian Wu. Millions more Americans expected to be able to get COVID vaccines soon. The FDA reportedly set to authorize Pfizer shots for 12- to 15-year-olds next week. Meanwhile, the debate continues over herd immunity. Some experts say that threshold isn't attainable, according to the New York Times, and that COVID-19 may be managed as opposed to wiped out. Other scientists have weighed in as well. Dr. Ashish Jha, dean of the Brown University School of Public Health, says opening the shots up to kids will help improve the numbers and that continued testing and monitoring virus variants are important. Fox's Tanya J. Power stocks under pressure on Wall Street, where there's a lot of selling. We're also learning the U.S. trade deficit surged to a record 74.4 billion in March as the improving economy boosted purchases of imported foreign goods. America's listening for Fox News.
3: Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. Dewalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt.
16: RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats. All powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon. The dealership that's service built. This is JT.
11: If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web. com.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A three month old child that was trapped in a car with his father as he led police on a multi state chase yesterday didn't make it. Eric Smith is accused of killing his ex girlfriend and her nephew in Louisiana, then fleeing toward Mississippi on I 10 with the infant. Police blocked off exits and used spike strips to bring his vehicle to a stop near the Woolmarket exit. Smith was killed in an exchange of gunfire with law enforcement. The baby was also shot and succumbed to his injuries. We've got an eye on another round of severe weather making its way across our state. The National Weather Service in Jackson says golf ball-sized hail, damaging winds up to 70 miles per hour, tornadoes and flash flooding are possible. A tornado watch has been issued for portions of central and east Mississippi, including the cities of Jackson, Laurel and Columbus. That's in effect until four this afternoon.
21: A
15: student from Ole Miss is headed to work for the NFL. Austin Marshall has spent the past three years shooting video and stills at practices and games. Now he'll be able to use what he learned at his new job with the video operations staff for the Baltimore Ravens. So how'd he land the job?
18: I stayed up one night
15: till like two in the
18: morning just adding everybody on LinkedIn. And I was just sending, copy and pasting the same messages and just sending out the messages to people, I was trying to get a response back. He reached out to
15: every NFL team and only heard back from a few.
18: I actually was on spring break. I was at the beach, and when I got that first email back about, it, about an interview, I was on the beach at the time, and I had to run back to the... Uh, to the apartment.
15: (laughs) A New York Times report claims that the FDA is preparing to authorize the emergency use of the Pfizer vaccine for 12 to 15-year-olds. However, Dr. Victor Sutton with the State Department of Health says a recent survey revealed many Mississippians don't plan to vaccinate their children.
12: Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Who, Who, Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
1: Welcome back. Super Talk Mississippi, the JT Show. Dave Hughes here, and we have in studio now. We have assembled the entire team, apparently. The the, the whole crew is here, uh, and we're going to get an update on unemployment here in the state of Mississippi. We have, of course, with us Jackie turner back, the executive director of the Department of Employment Security here in Mississippi. How are you?
22: <laughs> I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to be here. I
1: haven't seen you in a while. I Good know. To see you again. Uh, you have with, uh, with you uh, Irma Cook. Uh and and what exactly is Irma uh, Irma's duties? What what what's her responsibilities?
22: Well, Irma is I have both Irma and Karen with me and Irma is over I would say the benefit side and the more of the people who are drawing unemployment. Uh, seeing those benefits all the way through into the end. And then Karen Perdoe is here as well, and she has more of the tax functions, and she works well with the employers and the employer taxes that are owed.
1: So kind of both ends of the, mm-hmm. the process here. Yes. Uh, and I was going to get to you, Karen. I, I was just <laughs> I got going to have myself, and then Jackie just jumped <laughs> okay. in and You're took good. over, which You're is good. good. That's what right. we need in this department. Now, uh, Jackie, first off, uh, just, just give us a, a baseline update. How are things at the Department of Employment Security? Because because unemployment is a big topic right now so uh, how, how are the numbers looking over there how are things going
22: you know it's interesting that uh we were talking about a year ago it was get everyone on unemployment do it quickly and now in the last couple of weeks uh it is how can we get people off unemployment into working again so our work is far from being done it's been quite a year. Uh, we've paid out over $3.9 billion in unemployment benefits, some from our Mississippi Unemployment Trust Fund, and most of it, uh, with the exception of about 500, 600 million from the federal programs. But we are doing well. We are sifting through our backlog of appeals and things of that nature, but we are also in the midst of helping employers know what they can do to help get people back to work.
1: Uh, and that is, I, I I think, the big topic right now, because it seems like everybody's hiring. Yes, they are. Uh, I, I don't know of any place that doesn't have a now hiring sign up at their store somewhere. So on paper, it looks like it would be easy to get people off unemployment. But in in practical cases, it, it looks like it's not playing out that way, Jackie.
22: It doesn't. Um, of course, it is our job at NDES to have due process for both the employer and the um, what, we, what we call claimants, the ones that are receiving unemployment insurance. We have to make sure that we are fair to whatever side. There are some reasons why people can't go back to work, and it may be a COVID reason, and that is actually some of the criteria for for folks not going back to work is there's one of the programs, Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, is one in which it's really for gig workers or contract workers, but also if you have a COVID-related reason for not going back to work. But the economy's opened back up. Employers, are especially restaurant owners and those kind of things, they're begging for workers. Um, we We're getting vaccinated. And so we are ready, willing and able to get Mississippi moving again and we need workers. So people who are drawing unemployment are, are supposed to be able and available to work. And if not, you're not supposed to draw unemployment Well, and, that and was actively one, seeking work.
1: Yeah, that was one <laughs> question that I wanted to get to that I saw on the ceasefire text line earlier that I think some people have had, because in other places it may not be the case, but in Mississippi, you have to file that report every week that uh, you tried for two or three jobs and just couldn't find one.
22: Absolutely. Absolutely. We had waived the work search requirements for a period of time in the height of the pandemic, but in August of 2020, Governor Reeves reinstated the work search requirements. And in Mississippi, three work searches are required each week to remain on unemployment, one of which has to be an application. So it's reinstated. It is, And if people are drawing unemployment and not doing that appropriately or uh, not doing it uh, well, or or lying about it, then they are subject to losing their unemployment benefits and paying them back, which no one wants a big overpayment.
1: I would think. No, exactly. And Irma, you deal with the claimants, right?
21: Absolutely.
1: Uh, what are you hearing from them when you deal with them, and what are you seeing in the data in terms of people that are still on unemployment uh, and uh, with, with, with the, the hiring frenzy going on right now?
21: So, since March the 14th of 2020, we still have approximately 800,000 uh, claimants that have filed claims and continued claims since April the 10th of 2021. We have set over 75,000 approximate claims being filed. So the claimants are um, they're looking for work as, as required, as Jackie had mentioned, but they're also looking uh, to see how much longer they'd be on unemployment before they could be released. And so and that date as of right now is September the 4th, so they'll be able to continue to receive the benefits up until that time
1: okay now and let me ask you uh jackie or irma either one might know this uh is there a set number of weeks that you can draw unemployment or is it just that deadline that date that that you go by
21: so uh, initially, regular unemployment benefits is up to twenty six weeks, but because we have the different extensions or the various um, federal programs, it can be up to seventy nine weeks. So that date is going to be very, very important for many people who are currently receiving unemployment benefits.
1: So September fourth, yes, you said is, is the deadline. So September fifth, well, you you better have something to do. Absolutely,
22: absolutely. Yeah, that is the point. I mean, we're sitting here at the um, in May in. in people may think they have a lot of time but it takes a while to get the application going and the hiring process and all that so we encourage mississippians to get out there there are jobs 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 available employers begging for jobs so um that date will fast approach and plus i mean if you are able and available to work you're supposed to be actively seeking work and unemployment is intended to tide you over give you Some money to tide you over until the next job, not a permanent solution.
1: Uh, Exactly. And we'll get back to that. Um, uh, Karen's just sitting
22: here, just just killing time.
1: (laughs) That's that's all right, though, Karen. Uh, Now, you deal with the employers, right? Yes, I do. Uh, If you would get that right up in front of your your mouth there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you deal with the employers. Uh, What are you hearing from that side of things, and what are you seeing in the data there?
23: Well, primarily what we're hearing from employers is that they need workers. They need people to come to work. So their biggest concern is what can I do and how do we get employees or workers to come back to work? Uh, one of the things that we've implemented at MDES is Restart Mississippi, and that will help. Well, once uh, a worker applies for a position, uh, employers are required to let us know within 10 days of that say that employee refuses that job or it's not an acceptable work or not a position that they feel that they can work because of COVID or any other reason, then the employers can let us know that those workers uh, did not accept that position. They're required to let us know within 10 days of that refusal. But the biggest issue that we're hearing from employers right now is how can we get people back to work and how can we report to you when we have a worker that refuses to come back to work?
1: And that is an important part of the process. Right. Now, are are there any allowances being made if they have a COVID-related reason that they don't want to take a job? Is is that acceptable for them to refuse it and continue to get their unemployment?
22: In, in some cases, <laughs> yes. But there is documentation that is required for that as well. Um, in one of the programs, Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, there might be COVID-related reasons. Like I have COVID myself, or a child, or I'm care, I'm, I'm a caregiver for a child that wasn't in school. Now, those reasons should be short term in in reasoning. So when we have we are doing far above and and beyond what we have done in the last few months because of lack of time, but we are ramping up our efforts to look into all of that. We have some people who may mark several of the reasons. I think there are eleven or twelve reasons, and 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 then asking for the supporting documentation. So we are ramping up our efforts to investigate when something doesn't look quite normal to us. That the that they would remain on those COVID related reasons.
1: That makes sense, and I, I I suspect we won't know really, but I suspect as you continue to ramp that up and work through that process, we'll see a lot more people suddenly interested in going back to work again. We hope so. I, I would, I would think so because uh, Karen, you said yeah. that the one of the main things you're hearing from the businesses and the employers is we need people.
23: We need people, absolutely. That's exactly what we're hearing. So we're hoping, at least by September 6th, that everybody will get back to work. They can't get back to work. We understand the COVID concerns and the other concerns, but I think eventually people will get back to work and we'll get back to some semblance of normalcy after all of this is over.
1: Well, we've been through a very weird year plus, and now we're into a completely different weird area that Mm -hmm. a lot of people I don't think saw coming. Uh, And we'll talk about that when we come back. We've got folks here, Jackie Turner, Irma Cook, Karen Prado from uh, the Department of Employment Security. Uh, and when we come back, I, I, I want to I get into how much these people are getting if they're adding in the federal benefits and everything else. How much are they receiving? And is that playing a part in why they may be refusing work or not really trying very hard? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's just be honest, Jackie. Uh, that's what it is.
22: I, we do think in many cases that that is exactly what's going on
1: we'll talk about that when we continue here on the JT show next keep it here Had a feeling that I belong.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, a slight chance of rain with partly sunny conditions, high near 89. Tonight, slight chance of rain, low around 72. Your Tuesday, a possibility of severe weather, showers and thunderstorms, high near 84. For your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. At
1: Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power
4: their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com.
3: Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller, and Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Here's
7: Uncle Si.
21: What's your favorite kind of bug?
7: Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you, okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The
23: name to trust
14: for over 65 years At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear At
0: Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard, Havard Pest Visit HavardPest.com or call
5: 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. This
1: is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. A farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup, we also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call
7: to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaways in Gladstone on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
4: Callaways is Callaways is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaways
12: is.
8: Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the
0: Magnolia State. Every day from three until six right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Super Talk Mississippi, the JT Show. And in studio with us, Janky Turner, the Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Employment Security. We've got Karen Prado over here and Irma Cook. And I'm coming back to Irma now because right before the break, we talked about this. And I, I want to get a rundown on this because if you're not involved in it, I don't think we really understand what the numbers are. If someone is drawing unemployment right now and they're checking all the boxes of doing their work search every week, how much are they getting each week here in Mississippi?
21: Okay, so let me begin by um, answering your question like this. If a person qualifies for regular unemployment assistance, they can earn, um, qualify for a minimum of $30 a week up to $235 a week. Because we now have the federal pandemic unemployment compensation, which claimants probably recognize it as FPUC because that's how we refer to it, that's the additional $300 that they would qualify, which could possibly give a person a total of five hundred thirty five dollars per week if uh, based on their eligibility
1: so they could be getting twenty one hundred dollars over twenty one hundred dollars per month
21: yes that's correct uh
1: so now and i do know i assume it's still this way it was this way at the beginning there may be some people that don't qualify for mississippi unemployment but do qualify for the federal unemployment is that correct
21: so with Mississippi if they can qualify for one dollar they would get the the federal pandemic unemployment compensation as well
1: so the least you would get is three hundred and one dollars
21: exactly a week okay
1: okay that makes sense so anywhere from twelve hundred up to twenty one hundred plus is what we're looking at Uh, and that uh, all of that runs through September correct
21: yes that is correct through September 4th
1: okay Uh, now There are some people that would say, and I see this conversation, I've had this conversation with a lot of people uh, that say that that's part of the problem, it's too much. Yes. Now, I know you're not hearing that from the, from the claimants. No, they're not telling
23: me that. that. Now, I
1: guarantee you you're not hearing a thing. However, Karen, you're probably hearing that.
23: From the employers, not from the claimants. Yeah, right. yeah. I would
1: think the employers would, uh, would be uh, falling on that side of the argument. Uh, and, Jackie, what people have to understand, there's really nothing that can be done about that. It is the way it is until September 4th, right?
22: It is. Um, like I said, we find ourselves in a unique position because we, our clients, our customers are the claimants and the employers, and it's our job to help um, tide someone over by giving them unemployment if they qualify, but also to help these people find jobs. So um, there is, if a person qualifies for unemployment insurance, yes, there's nothing that we can do. It, the money is what it is right now, slated to end at September 4th. But Employers can help us help them by reporting when someone refuses a suitable uh, job offer and those kind of things. So we are begging, um, asking for employers to help us do that, help them, um, so that we can get uh, Mississippians back working again.
1: It's perfect timing because on the C Spire text line from the 228, right right before you started saying that, somebody texted in and said, why can't we report as employers people we've tried to hire that refused employment you can and they as uh, to quote jackie here they're begging you to please Please. do what's the process for that if you are an employer and you offered somebody a job because you're desperate for employees like a lot of businesses are right now and they said ah no i'm good thanks uh what what's the process that an employer goes through to report that
22: I'll let Irma answer that, but I do want to say that all this information can be found on our website at www.mds.ms.gov. But we have this group and many others at the office. We, in the last couple of weeks, we have uh, devised two different documents one for the claimants, one for the employers to tell them just that. And we'll be sending these documents out through our system to all employers in our system. In the, within the next few days of exactly how to do it. Uh, it's quite easy, easy to follow. Um, but Irma will tell you the specifics of it.
21: So you heard Karen earlier talk about Restart Mississippi, and Jackie mentioned our website. So when you go to our website, as Jackie has already mentioned, which is www.mdes.ms.gov, you will see a link that says Restart Mississippi. From Restart Mississippi, it provides the reporting of a refusal of work, return to work, unable to contact employers, and never separated. And that's for our fraudulent claims. So the information is there. We're just strongly encouraging everyone to please do it. And for those employers who are listening to us today, please do so within 10 days. Anytime that you offer that job to uh, a claimant or an employer and they refuse it, make sure you get that information to us within a timely manner so that we can take the appropriate action.
22: You know, one of the things is suitable work. If I have a, if I'm an attorney or an accountant and I'm offered something at mcdonald's then that the person has a right of refusal if it's not suitable work so there are always rules associated with it and we won't solve the issue completely but by if employers will help us do that we will make a dent in uh, the people who are refusing to return to work
1: now let me ask you because uh john on the c spire text line uh texted in uh... who is a business owner uh... says we receive a hundred and fifty applications a week and less than one percent come in to be interviewed when they refuse to be interviewed uh... Do, do they report that as an employer if they file an application and then they call them and say hey we want you for an interview and they go no i'm good and don't come in uh, is that the same thing as refusing work for the purposes of reporting potentially
22: like I said, there are all sorts of rules associated with unemployment that we could spend an entire day <laughs> on. But, um, We're
23: here till one, Jamie. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs>
22: um, I'll say yes, but with a few little caveats <laughs> of, like, the suitable work and a bona fide job offer. See, application versus bona fide job offer comes into play and um, so thinking about those things, and please look for this document that's gonna to come to you all. We're gonna share this document to all the employers in the in the unemployment system, the ones that pay their taxes in. We're gonna share it with associations, uh, MMA, uh, poultry association, restaurant associations, legislators, governor's mm-hmm. office, lieutenant governor's office, speaker's office. So we're hoping that this document that we're, we keep looking at will make its way to the hands of employers and we'll all get better at knowing what the things are that are bona fide job or offers and suitable work and so that we can make a dent in it
1: an easy way it sounds like to sum it up is it's situational it is. It, it depends on the word, specific yeah. situation. Exactly. Uh, what For one person is a problem, and you're going to lose your unemployment. For another one, well, no, that falls within the rules. So it has to be done on a case-by-case basis. It does. Uh, now, would it be fair to say that they They just need to report all of it and let you guys sort it out, yes, absolutely. I was hesitant because I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. dump all this work on you. I mean Karen's working very hard over here
23: and <laughs> Not I in my wanna, head
1: yeah, don't want to put any more on her plate uh but yeah that that to me would be the logical thing to do. Just report them all let let m d s sort it out, yes, yes, basically, but we have to get the ball rolling, so
22: and there's uh, a ten day. Thing as well in these rules. If the, if the employer does not report to us within 10 days, then we can't, it, that's a, one of the rules and regs associated with it. So there's bona fide job offer, suitable work, and report within 10 days. And if that part doesn't happen, then it's null and void as far as weighing into the decision.
1: Yeah. In, in other words, at that point if, if they listed it in their job search requirements, After 10 days pass, well, that's a legitimate job search Yes. in the system. Okay, okay. So, see, this is good information. We have to get this kind of stuff out because there's a little bit of confusion, especially among people who have never been on unemployment.
21: Absolutely.
1: I would, I would think that would be a big part of it, uh, mm-hmm. which I would suspect, Karen, would include quite a few business owners. So they're familiar with one side of this, which mm-hmm. is uh, the, the tax part of it. And I'm right. sure you have had your ear filled about that mm-hmm. over the past couple of weeks. Right. Uh, but they, they probably don't understand the other side of it, I wouldn't think.
23: No, for some employers, this is new uh that that term unprecedented that we use all the time well (laughs) it really is unprecedented and a lot of employers are struggling with this but all in all, I think that they're doing a good job of reporting. We just need to do a better job of reporting to us when they get those refusals, and then we can take the appropriate action on those claims.
1: Fantastic. Tell you what, can you hang on through the break yeah. oh, absolutely. one more segment? Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Uh, other, otherwise, you have to go back to work. Okay? I know.
22: Yeah. That's that's right. Right.
1: <laughs> just hang out here, and we'll continue talking about this, because we still have some questions on the... Uh, ceasefire text line about this subject as well. We're talking to folks from the Mississippi Department of Employment Security. That's a bit, you're popular people right now, aren't you? Yeah, we're high in demand. Well, uh, nothing personal. Sometimes
22: it's good, sometimes it's bad.
1: Yeah, nothing personal. We'd like it if you were less in demand. Hopefully, we're headed in that direction. We'll talk more about it next here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: we think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright scary
4: that's why at Junikers we're doing something about it Thursday Friday and Saturday May 6th 7th and 8th you can buy directly from the diamond cutter it's the diamond expo at Juniker jewelry company our diamond cutter
3: is flying in with millions in certified diamonds fresh production every size shape and price range it's the diamond expo 3 quarter carat diamonds for less than sixteen hundred and fifty dollars one carrots for under two thousand dollars and two carat diamonds for only $5,500. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing. Interest free. Guys, this is how you buy a diamond. The Diamond Expo. Save hundreds, even thousands directly from our cutters. Three days only. Thursday, Friday and Saturday, May 6th, 7th and 8th. Don't you dare miss it. I'll be here to shake your hand.
4: Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A three-month-old child that was trapped in a car with his father as he led police on a multi-state chase yesterday didn't make it. Eric Smith is accused of killing his ex-girlfriend and her nephew in Louisiana, then fleeing toward Mississippi on I-10 with the infant. Police blocked off exits and used spike strips to bring his vehicle to a stop near the market exit. Smith was killed in an exchange of gunfire with law enforcement. The baby was also shot and succumbed to his injuries. We've got an eye on another round of severe weather making its way across our state. The National Weather Service in Jackson says golf ball sized hail, damaging winds up to 70 miles per hour, tornadoes, and flash flooding are possible. A tornado watch has been issued for portions of central and east Mississippi, including the cities of Jackson, Laurel, and Columbus. That's in effect until 4 this afternoon. Confidence, peace of mind
16: I'm back.
7: I told you I was coming back.
0: This is the JT show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk, Mississippi.
1: Welcome back. Rhino did some math. You're good at that, Rhino. He's a mathematical wizard over there. Uh, If you maxed it out and you were getting $535 a week, you divide that by 40, that's $13.35 per hour. So if you're looking for workers for less than that per hour, they're making more at home than they would be making coming to work. Which kind of explains the thinking. Now, at the same time, and I said this earlier, uh, you have to think a little further ahead than now because that uh, September 4th is going to be here before a lot of people realize it. Yes. And that number is going to drop quite a bit. Uh, we were talking um uh, during the break, and you're going around and speaking at various places. You have several different places you're at today, I think.
22: Yes, we have the Oxford uh, Chamber of Commerce at three. I have the Poultry's Association Executive Director at uh, one. We've had the Restaurant Association in the last few days. I've spoke at different counties, uh, Lions Club, Chamber of Commerce, and that kind of thing. We've seen (laughs) unemployment is a popular subject right now.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that's probably the understatement of the day (laughs) on the the network. is, is there any quick solution to this? Is there any simple way to to deal with this, uh, and Karen? I'm gonna put you on the hot seat because i you're you just I want to make sure she's awake. Uh, I keep not coming back to you, and I'm oh, so sorry, okay. Karen. Karen Perdue, Uh and you deal with the businesses. Uh, what are you? Are are they giving you suggestions when you talk to them? Are they saying you need to do this?
23: <laughs> they are. I mean, uh, we talked about some of this earlier. They'd like for us to be a little more strict on the work search requirements and uh, other they just want us to give them some type of a solution to get the workers to come back to work and unfortunately there is no simple answer Um, you know there are a lot of we talk about the workers that refuse to come to work but there are a lot of people who legitimately need to be on this unemployment and need this service that we're providing so at this point we will all do what we can working together it's going to take a community effort and we'll do the best we can uh, but September 4th is what we're looking at down the line.
1: Well, and you you bring up a great point and something that I think gets lost in this conversation and lost in this in this whole concept we can't paint with a broad brush. Everyone on unemployment is not someone that doesn't need to be on unemployment. That's we right. had unemployed people before the pandemic. That's That's, right. Right. that's, that's right. the way it works. So we can't just say, everybody that's on unemployment, well, what are you doing? No, right. it, it's not that simple. There, there are no simple things about this, Jackie.
22: There are no simple things. and. Um, where history tells us also that after recessions and those kind of things, and now with a pandemic, that the economy is slow to come back. People are slow to come back to the workforce for varied reasons. Um, and there are no f- simple fixes, but I think like Karen said, together with the employers, us at MDS, um, uh, the workers and the, in the claimants on, in being, um, concentrated on really trying to work do those work searches each week and actually apply for jobs that are in their area of expertise uh, we can let's get back to work and get the economy moving more and uh, and doing it all together we can move the needle but there is simply no A easy fix.
1: And there is one other thing that someone brought up on the ceasefire text line that that isn't really being considered by a lot of people and I hadn't thought of it, I'll be honest. Said have the employers considered that some people have turned to self employment opportunities like you know, driving for DoorDash or, or any number of things, or starting their own business, and they're not coming back to work because they have no interest in coming back to work. They're doing something else to make a living. And that is a portion of the people out there, too. Now, they're not drawing unemployment, more than likely. But is there something in place to, to figure that mm-hmm. out, if they are?
22: We will. I mean, we will eventually know those things from the statistics and the. Um, we keep. We have so much data on employers, the number of employees, um, graduates from colleges. Uh, the workforce participation rate is fifty six point one percent right now for the month of March. Uh, time will tell us those things, but uh, if someone has left the workforce and doing. Entrepreneurial type things, or going out on their own, we probably wouldn't know that yet.
1: But you will. But we will. Yeah. So uh, even if you think you're getting away with something, you're not. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They 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 will find you. Jackie will show up <laughs> at your door uh, and have a conversation with you. Uh, because this this is a moving target, and I, I hate to ask this question, but I'm going to ask this question just to see the look on your face, <laughs> Jackie. If an employer is going to is talking to you, and you're talking to a lot of them, and you could only give them one quick, simple piece of advice to try to make this better, what would it be?
22: I would say be patient, even when you don't feel patient. Uh, report. Help us help you by reporting when someone refuses a suitable job offer. And think about increasing your uh, hourly wages or incentives for coming back to work.
1: Uh, and again, right now, until September 4th, uh, the math that Rhino ran, if you're getting the 5.35 a week, which is the max that you could get, that's $13.35 an hour for a 40-hour week mm-hmm. you're making. If you get the minimum, that $301, mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not, that still works out to... Pretty close to minimum wage, $7.52 an hour. Uh, and that's for the minimum. You've got people all in that range between those two numbers mm-hmm. that are in the unemployment system. So that is one thing that you have to consider. Now, the, the part of the problem there is you have a lot of businesses in the restaurant industry, which I think, Karen, you mentioned that earlier and you did as well. Uh, There's not a lot of margin in the restaurant industry. They may not have the the resources to raise pay to that level, and and other businesses uh, are the same way. So there's a lot of business owners stuck between a rock and a hard place here.
22: They are, and some of the employers that we've talked to in the last couple of weeks have said it is disheartening to have to think about slowing down business because the workforce isn't there, you know, we find ourselves in a situation where the economy's open back up. Restaurant owners they don't have to skip a table anymore. That people are ready to get out. They, you know, they're tired of being inside, so they're wanting to get out and go to restaurants. And restaurant owners um, they are faced with lack of workers, and then a lot of the workers being new. And there, someone described a couple of signs of like be patient with. With the wait staff, they're new, and um, please be patient with them as they work through and learn this job. Some of the employers have talked about having to intentionally slow business down, and and who wants to do that when the economy is opening back up when they've been closed or partially open for so long? So it will take time, but I I have to believe because that's you know that's we're all about. My, our world. It's all about getting people back to work and off of programs and, get, and raising that workforce participation rate. So I have to believe that us all working together uh, in the areas that we're over, we, we will make a difference.
1: Yeah, And that is something that also, I think, gets lost sometimes. Uh, Jackie, you and and everybody at the department would love nothing more than to show up for work and have nothing to do all day because there was no one in the system. That's the ultimate goal. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) It would be great, but that's not where we're at. Uh, Dave from Ripley has a question, and I'm throwing this one to Irma because, well, it's your turn. Uh, Said, do part-time workers qualify for unemployment?
21: Oh, absolutely. So um, if if a person is receiving unemployment benefits, they would just report uh, on a weekly basis what that amount is and our system does the math and let them know what they qualify for but keeping in mind the employers are reporting the uh, earnings to us as well so you want to make sure there is some form of accuracy you know so that you won't receive an overpayment so but yes uh, uh, anyone that is receiving part time and we will let you know what that amount is so even if it's $1 that you qualify for so going back to that you get that $1 and and, um, the $300 additional of um, federal pandemic unemployment compensation
1: but again that's situational.
21: That's situational. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Ca- so much of this is so, on a case-by-case case basis. It is. There, there is no broad rule that you can go by. So if you have a question, best thing to do is to contact the folks yes. at the department. Because you guys have all the answers.
21: Yes, we do. <laughs> if so. we don't have the answer, we will find, <laughs> find it.
23: <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely find it.
1: And uh, Karen, final thoughts from uh, sure.
23: you. Well, just... For everybody out there, we appreciate your patience. We know what you're going through. We are doing our very best to help you help us help you. And together, we will all get through this.
1: I think that's good advice. Firma?
21: So final thoughts. I just wanted to leave some contact information um, because we want people to know how to be able to reach us. So, again, I'm going to give you our website, which is www.mdes.ms.gov. And let me give you a phone number as well because if you don't want to go online and you just want to talk to someone, you can give us a call at 601-493-9427. Again, that number is 601 601- 493 Four
4: nine three nine four two seven.
21: Jackie, I have nothing left to say.
4: I, lady, they covered it. I,
22: I want to <laughs> say that I couldn't be more proud to work with a group of people uh, at MDS that have a passion for helping people get jobs, helping people uh, who qualify for unemployment, and some, like you said, very much need unemployment of taking overtime and weeks and weeks and weeks of plodding through this, and we. We will all get through this together. We appreciate you le- allowing us to be here. Keep
1: up the Absolutely. good work and keep us updated, okay?
22: We will. Thank you. Thank it. you. Now, Thank we enjoyed you. it.
1: Now go to lunch. Okay. Uh, we will continue. <laughs> we'll take another peek at the weather when we come back here on the JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi.
20: Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrumptious treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity, and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate dipped strawberries and chocolate dip baskets at Nandy'sCandy.com. Nandy's Candy in Maywood Mart or shop online at Nandy'sCandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
24: Bridge builders.
17: This is the midday agri-market report. In its latest quarterly report, CoBank staff of veteran analysts present a largely optimistic outlook for farming, noting that on the rural front, agriculture has a swagger back. Specific to the beef industry, analyst Will Sawyer reported mid-February's major winter storm and freeze caused a brief slowdown in beef processing and demand, but it was short-lived with no negative or long-lasting market implications. He noted the USDA projected beef production would decline by 3.5% in the second half of 2021, bullish to cattle prices. Now, about 15% above levels from a year ago. Demand is behind the strong first quarter report, even though food service remained below year ago levels. Sawyer said the positive outlook tied to beef demand is driven in part by the progress on the COVID 19 vaccine rollout. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. If you're building a new home or remodeling an older home, amazing propane is for you. A
0: propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more.
12: want that dream job? Do you need the right skills and credentials to get there? Did you know more than 2,000 students have taken advantage of the My Best program for free? Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. Take charge of your life and make your dreams a reality by attending a Mississippi Community College. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board.
11: Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation.
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
4: The switches are thrown, the signals are given. This is
0: the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
7: You heard the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and the Lincolns was setting the pace. That story is true. I'm here to say I was driving that Model A. Welcome back. A Lincoln Motor, and it's really
4: souped up
1: that. My model. brain is, is so messed up because every so time I hear this, I immediately associate it with Johnny Cash's one piece at a time. Completely different types of vehicles, but it just clicks in my head for some reason. Dave Hughes here, right now over in the booth. We do have, uh, this is a new wording for a special weather statement, a significant weather advisory in effect until 1215 for southern uh, Chickasaw County. Uh, Again, a strong thunderstorm producing pea-sized hail or larger, it says, kind of covering their bases. Uh, Winds at least 40 miles an hour, eight miles north of Clarkson, nine miles west of Montpelier, moving east at 30 miles an hour. Uh, so that's over in Chickasaw County, up in the northeast corner of the state. I uh, haven't seen much else in terms of bad weather popping over the last hour, right? now unless I missed something. I was busy.
2: There has been an update from the Storm Prediction Center. You know, the... The risk that we've been going through the, the the risk scale they use yeah from
1: one to five right
2: and uh, the in the entirety of Mississippi is under a level two a slight risk the bottom two thirds of the Magnolia State are under the level three enhanced risk and then there's this chunk if you go along the the boot heel just north of the the Gulf Coast counties. Along the Natchez Trace Parkway, I guess, would be the best way to say it. Basically, the southern third of the state, except for the Gulf Coast counties, is under a level four risk, a moderate severe risk. Oh,
1: wonderful. So they just keep ratcheting that up for different portions of the state. They're under a level four. It only goes to five. So, yeah, that's significant. And that does explain we're starting to get some reports in. This one, anyway. First one, the Lawrence County School District has announced they're releasing the kids early from school. Uh, Now, basically, Uh, the 8th grade students, kindergarten through 8th grade, dismissing at noon, high school dismissing at 1215. The employees are dismissed at 1245. They already had a virtual learning day scheduled for tomorrow, so they'll be back in class on Thursday. Uh, But Lawrence County School District may not be the last school district to do that uh, because one of the things in that special weather statement that you heard Uh, winds of 40 miles an hour or higher. It doesn't take as strong a wind as you think to flip a bus. So if you've got a busload of kids and it gets one good gust in just the right spot, that's not a situation we want. So just high winds alone are enough to go ahead and get the buses done, get the kids home, get them safe. I understand that move there. And I suspect we'll hear some other school districts make that same kind of decision Uh, But they're going to have to do it pretty quick because this is really going to start picking up in the next hour to two hours. Yeah, if you draw a
2: line from Macon to Natchez and then down to the corner of the state with Centerville and Woodville down there and cut over to Loosedale and then back up to Macon, that slice of the Magnolia State is the significant portion with uh, wind, hail, and some tornadoes expected now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the C Spire text line, Sheila, missed you too. Um, North Pike School District down in Pike County has announced uh, they are dismissing early. Dismissing at 12.30. Buses will leave at 1.00. Again, trying to get the kids out of the buses and off the roads before this really moves in. And again, not much time left to make that decision. Uh, Tim in Corinth says that the Tishomingo County schools are closing at 2 today. Just got the call on that one, he says. Yeah, they are
2: predicting widespread damaging winds with some significant and brief tornadoes possible. Uh, It's expected to evolve across the lower Mississippi Valley and into Alabama.
1: Yeah. So as this spreads across the state over the course of the day... Uh, we are going to see the potential for some bad stuff, as we've been talking about since the second segment of the show, but I would suspect we're going to see an avalanche of these types of decisions being made by school districts around the state uh, over the next 30 minutes, I would say, because if you're going to make that call, you got to do it pretty quick. You are running out of time at this point, eh, just not a not a good situation, not a good day. At least nobody's at a level five yet for the risk. I'm desperately groping for the positive here. There's got to be something positive to talk about, and that's all I can come up with. Well, in fairness, the prediction
2: center has been a little bit off recently, or at least this year, it seems, because whenever they were predicting the fours and the fives, that seemed to hit Alabama. Yeah. Not wishing ill will on our neighbors in Alabama, but I'd much rather it hit them than us.
1: It's going to happen somewhere rather somewhere, not be here. Yeah, I would agree with that. We're going to keep an eye on it as we continue after the news from Fox and Talk Mississippi News. State Director of the AARP, Kimberly Campbell, joins us here on the JT Show. That's next.
12: I'm Lillian Wu. The White House will start shifting how COVID vaccines are allocated, according to reports. Moving shots to states with stronger interest in vaccines from those with lower demand. Now that demand could soon grow in one age
6: group. The FDA is expected to authorize the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for young adults by next week. That means that anyone from the age of 12 on up will be eligible. The hope being that as many as possible will be inoculated
12: in time for the start of the next school year. Fox's Karen McHugh and an ex-Florida governor who switched parties wants his old job back.
8: Charlie Crist is the Democratic congressman from St. Petersburg, Florida. He was once a single-term Republican governor of the state. He wants to be governor again and is launching his attack against incumbent Ron DeSantis. Fox's Evan Brown,
12: America's listening to Fox News.
5: 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. This is JT.
11: If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsInc.com.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves was among five governors to join Fox's Laura Ingram last week for a special called Red State Trailblazers, and he gave his opinion of today's Democratic Party.
18: Many people in the Democrat Party, and it's not just the far left, it's many people in the Democrat Party are putting down America day in and day out. It's almost as if they, they wanna act as if there is not this thing called the American dream.
15: Many, including Douglas Carswell with the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, have labeled the president's agenda Socialist Federal unemployment policies that make it more profitable for some not to work are being blamed for employee shortages across our state.
11: And if you pay people for existing rather than for doing things, people stop doing things for their fellow human beings. It's a, it's a catastrophic system. And America is at a critical juncture. It needs to either abandon its model and embrace socialism or abandon socialism and renew the republic. Up. Y'all listen up.
15: A tornado watch has been issued for portions of Central and East Mississippi, including the cities of Jackson, Laurel, and Columbus, until 4 this afternoon. Another round of severe weather is making its way across our state. Lottery jackpots keep getting bigger. For tonight's Mega Millions drawing, the estimated jackpot is $345 million. The drawing for the Mississippi match stands at an estimated $50,000. And tomorrow night's Powerball drawing is worth an estimated $142 million. A pair of Rebels earned conference honors following their sweep over South Carolina this weekend.
14: In his return to the Rebel rotation, Gunnar Hoagland threw six scoreless innings and struck out nine Gamecocks on his way to being named the SEC Pitcher of the Week. Shortstop Jacob Gonzalez went 6-for-10 at the plate and error-free in the field, earning him SEC Freshman of the Week honors.
15: I'm Kelly Ben.
8: City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, six till nine. Gallo Show will start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
0: Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians.
14: Let's do this. Three, two,
0: one. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, Here's Gerard Gibbert.
1: Welcome back. Dave Hughes with you on this Tuesday on the JT Show. The National Weather Service, before we get to our guest, has issued a special weather statement about this storm that we hear outside right here at the studios in Jackson. Uh, This one affecting north-central Rankin and southern Madison counties until 1245, so another 35 minutes or so. Uh, They are saying that this one has nickel-sized hail. We're up to the coinage, Rhino, that you were mentioning earlier, and winds in excess of 40 miles an hour possible with the storm. Uh, It's supposedly uh, approaching the Madison area right now be at Gluckstad at 1215 Canton at 1220 Sharon around 1235 and of course the tornado watch still in effect that one for Madison and Rankin counties not the last one of those we're going to be telling you about before we get done here in an hour right now though joining us on the air and live on Super talk TV the state director of the AARP for Mississippi Miss Kimberly Campbell joins us Kimberly how are you doing today?
13: Doing well. I'm actually in Madison, and I hear all the thunder, so I'm, I'm hoping I don't lose connection. Just, just forewarning you. I hear it pretty aggressively at the moment.
1: If you disappear, we'll know what happened, and we'll get back with you just as soon as we can <laughs> get every happens. all the wires back together and everything. Uh, now, uh, right. despite the weather going on, and we're both sitting here listening to it outside, we have another very important topic to talk about. And that's the vaccinations. Now, uh, just give us an update from your membership. How, how is the vaccine being received?
13: Uh, You know, we've come a long way. In the very beginning, there was a lot of vaccine hesitancy. Uh, It was slow with getting our members in understanding how to register because at the very beginning, a lot of it was online registration or you were having to repeatedly call. And, you know, if you're in that 65 older or more so that 75 or older group, that became cumbersome. Uh, But we come a long way. Uh, We have many ways and and extra people that that are uh, available to help people get registered and get their vaccine. Here in this state, uh, our demographic that's 65 and older has done well with getting the vaccine. Uh, where it's moving slow here in the state are younger individuals, and and in certain you know demographics like some of our rural community, uh, there's still some heavy um, hesitancy. Sometimes with uh, with some of our um, African American community, uh, there's some hesitancy, and I think that's been large you know whether rural, African American, what have you is misinformation uh there's been a lot of misinformation about what the vaccine will do what it won't do and so you know uh, we've been trying to just make sure people had uh the right
1: information now it, it just kind of following up on that a little bit uh and we'll get back to the misinformation in a second if you don't mind uh sometimes it's easier to get them in for the first shot than it is for the second one from some of the data that i'm seeing
13: Absolutely. You know, and I think that's just human nature, right? (laughs) You know, all of us are busy, you know, most of the time it was uh, a headache to go the first time. And so now you tell me I've got to go back and then do a certain time frame. Uh, and even with that, there was some confusion. You know, at one point, people didn't realize that they, we really wanted you to go back to the same place where you got the first one because it wouldn't be any confusion about your uh, count of days between and, and also any confusion about whether you had the Moderna or a Pfizer. You know, some people thought I could get this either, right? No, you cannot. You know, or some people thought I, I've got one shot. I'm, I'm good for the year. No, you're not. So uh, again, that was just you know educating uh, the public and really making it easier. I think when we opened up more clinics, uh, more uh, you know Walmart stepped up, you know the the uh, pharmacies stepped up, a lot of your private care doctors stepped up. So the minute we kind of and thankful uh, the governor really led that charge. When we really blew open the doors and, and made it easier for people to kind of as easy it is to get your full shot. When we got to that that level people did better with going for the first one and then returning for the
9: second.
1: Now, going back to the misinformation, uh, what what kind of things are you hearing from your members? Uh, do you get questions? Do you get people asking you about this?
13: We do, uh, you know, especially very early on. Uh, one of the biggest ones was, you know, because you hear this with, with previous vaccines for other things that it's the virus itself. You know, it's a live virus uh, that's in the vaccine and that's incorrect. Uh, the COVID-19 uh, none of the COVID-19 uh, vaccines that we have here in the state uh, involve the live virus. So you're not getting the virus uh, when you get the vaccine. Uh, some said, you know, will it alter my DNA? You know, no, it's, it's not going to alter your DNA in any way. Um, and, and some you know, not being funny, but, but some people would even say, well, you know, this is big government, you know, somehow it's going to be tracking no none of that is going to happen uh with and i'm sure you, you've heard this too right uh none of that is none of that is going to happen uh now, now you know commonly we did hear people say you know if i have any allergies i can't get it and we were like no that's not true now there is a caveat there there is a small group of people depending on what your allergy is and so we have told people that you need to contact your allergist or your primary care doctor to make sure you can get it and sometimes it may be a situation where they say yes you can get it but we, we want you to be here with us uh, when you get it but by and large most allergies you know if you're allergic to pollen or dust uh, you're fine you'll be able to get to get the COVID uh, vaccine and, and be okay uh, so you know it's just been you know things it just have kind of you know run the gamut and then sometimes some some of the misinformation was it costs too much no it should not be a cost now uh, let me back that up a little bit uh there are some especially uh private doctors that may have a small all nominal administration fee but by and large especially if you went to any of the um, state-run sites you know the drive-through sites and even most primary doctors didn't do it as well and and, and most of the, the larger entities there was no fee at all uh, so and, and in fact we, we wanted you to report if you ever went somewhere they said it's $50 to get the vaccine uh, something needs to be investigated quick fast and in a hurry uh, because that's inaccurate.
1: Yeah, and I know uh, as an example of that, Walmart, from my understanding, is no charge. You go in, you schedule your appointment, or you just walk up in some cases, depending on how they've got it set up, and, and get your vaccine and move on. mm mm-hmm.
13: Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Most places now are not doing appointments. Now that's not all of them, <laughs> but a lot of places have started just, just walk up. And I think that too kind of helped move the crowd. You know, it, it's one of those things where if you want it, we want to be able to provide it. Of course, it's free choice. You know, there's some people, it's a personal choice. If you don't want it, we definitely understand that. And so no one's trying to, you know, uh, you know, oh, you know, do anything to your rights. And so I understand that. But if you wanted the vaccine, we did really want to make. Make it uh, as easy as possible for you to be able to get it.
1: Have you heard some of the questions die down from your membership, getting less of them regarding the misinformation and, and some of the things that people are scared about?
13: It has it it has died down a lot compared to what it was. You know when the vaccines first hit. You know something else that we heard was it was too fast, it was too quick. Uh, We don't trust it. Uh, And if if you've heard, you know any of the research, if you've listened to uh, Dr. Thomas Dobbs, who was our state health uh, official, as well as any of the uh, you know national uh, you know people that have been involved with COVID, you know SARS SARS has been around. That hasn't been the COVID 19 version, but but we've had SARS forever, and so a lot. A lot of the research was already on the horizon. It's one of those things where, where we kind of had a good foundation, a good base uh, to deal with this type of a uh, of a virus, uh, but we just had to fine tune it to the COVID nineteen. And so that that may be why it appears as though it was it was quicker uh, to other people's viewpoints. Uh, but it's it's been vetted, it's been tested, um, and so we've been really pleased uh, with the with with the people that have really. Um, You know taken to carrying the right information now especially with the moderna uh and the Pfizer. of course there were issues with johnson and johnson and that that you know kind of scared a lot of people uh when when that took place uh so we we understand that but by and large uh, most people are beginning to feel more comfortable well i just think the younger demographic you know when you're young you just think it's no big deal i'm good and so it's a it's a little bit harder to get them into getting vaccinated
1: Well, Kimberly, I think you probably were the same way we all were at that age. Well, you know, you're indestructible at that point. Absolutely. You know, nothing can possibly go wrong. Absolutely. And then you get old, and it starts to hurt to get out of bed, and you realize, oh no, wait, I was wrong. So yeah, it it is a little. No, don't they though?
13: (laughs) It's a little different. It's
1: change. (laughs) Final thoughts. Anything you want to? Any message you want to get out to your membership or to the people in Mississippi in general?
13: You know, again, I think, we're, look, I'm so tired of a mask, I can't tell you. And so I just want to encourage everybody to really consider it. Uh, do your research, do what's best for you. Uh, seek uh, medical uh, information from your primary care doctors and so forth. And, and, you know, and if you choose to do so, we really want as many people to get out there. Uh, we're all trying to get to herd immunity so that we can get back to life being quote unquote normal again. I know I am, uh, you know, and so and and again, we want to make sure that you have the right information and that you know where to go as well.
1: Kimberly Campbell, State Director of AARP for Mississippi, and uh, yeah, when when it all settles down, we'll we'll meet and go to a buffet. Yes, yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I thought okay. you'd be okay with that. Thank you so much, Kimberly. Appreciate <laughs> you. your time. Uh, thank you. The National Weather Service has upgraded it. It is now a severe thunderstorm warning until twelve forty-five. Uh, for Madison and Rankin counties, had a report on the c Spire text line. William and Brandon said heavy marble-sized hail and blinding rain and winds at my office in uh, the north part of the city of Madison. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what you're hearing, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's I ho- what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope you parked under cover out in the parking lot yes i am (laughs) might might have to go uh check on your parking situation there we will talk more about the weather next keep it here
18: By now, you've
3: heard about the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry this weekend. But there's more. Much more. I'm John. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. Fire cushion diamonds have already arrived directly from New York. These incredible, patented fire cushion diamonds are the most brilliant, most gorgeous cushion-shaped diamonds in the world. And Junikers is proud to be Mississippi's exclusive dealer. Half-carat fire cushion diamonds starting at less than $1,000. Three-quarter carats for just 2000 And one-carat fire cushion starting at just $4,000. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing, interest-free. Millions in diamonds directly from Mark cutters and the incredible fire cushion diamonds all at the junikers diamond expo save hundreds even thousands three days only thursday friday and saturday may 6th 7th and 8th we'll see you there
4: juniker jewelry mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com.
8: Shark Tank's real estate tycoon, Barbara Corcoran, only recommends Lee Garland in the Jackson area. Lee Garland is the number one real estate team in all of Mississippi, as published by the Wall Street Journal, directly responsible for helping over 9,000 families reach their real estate goals. That's over $1.25 billion in real estate. And those hard to sell listings? They just make the elite team even more motivated. Success stories like Stan in Northeast Jackson. Lee puts superior marketing strategy into gear, guided stand with advice on preparing his home for market, and is sold within 48 hours for the asking price. And in those cases where real life happens, Lee will let you out of your contract at any time or will give you an instant cash offer. No showings, repairs, or hassles. I wouldn't recommend Lee Garland without personal experience and a long list of outstanding, satisfied clients. Call Lee Garland Group today. EXP Realty at 601-983-1130. Visit LeeWillBuyIt.com and... Start packing. Gather here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 till 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, onto the real
17: part. Dino Mike
0: on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: You know, you look at radar right now, and you've got that one area up around Tupelo and Columbus and in that region in the northeast portion of the state that we've been talking about, and you've got this one little blip of a storm uh, right in central Mississippi, some others starting to trail in behind it, stretching from Alexandria almost up to Jackson. That's not our problem. It's what's going to happen, well, about the time your old buddy Dave gets off the air and starts driving south. That's where the big weather is going to pop up. Rhino was just helpfully pointing out just how much fun my drive home will be today. Thanks for that, Rhino. Oh, yeah. I, it's going to be interesting. I appreciate the way you're always there for me. That That's very helpful. But in all seriousness, looking at the radar uh, and... I don't think we appreciate enough the advances we've made. We've talked about it before in weather prediction. We now have advanced radar where they show you what the radar is going to look like in an hour or two, and it's usually fairly accurate is the the really interesting part. Well, an hour from now at, well, one fifty. 1.45 to one fifty this afternoon. Uh, The southwestern quadrant of the state, I guess you would call it, Um, south of 20 and west of 55, there are several spots of that purple you were talking about in the middle of all that as it moves across to the east with a lot more behind it. And those storms look to be in front of the actual squall line that's going to be coming. So there's plenty more behind that. These are just going to build up in the heat of the afternoon in advance of the squall line and feed off of that same energy. So we're just getting started with the weather for today. Uh, They have now issued uh, a bunch of tornado watches, a lot of them. Uh, We do still have the severe thunderstorm warning, in effect, for Madison and Rankin counties. Uh, Severe thunderstorm watches everywhere, tornado watches everywhere. Uh, Tornado watch, for example, uh, they have two of them right now. One of them expires at four. Uh, for Atala, Carroll, Choctaw, Clark, Clay, Capaya, Covington, Hines, Holmes, Jasper, Jefferson Davis, Jones, they, did they put Jones? No, I said Holmes, yeah. Kemper, Lauderdale, Lawrence, Leek, Lincoln, Lowndes, Madison, Montgomery, Neshoba, Newton, Noxabee, Octibahaw, Rankin, Scott, Simpson, Smith, Webster, Winston, and Yazoo. That tornado watch goes until four. Now, they have a second one that's in effect. It goes until 6 for Adams over at Natchez, Bolivar, uh, Claiborne, Franklin, Humphreys, Issaquina, Jefferson, LaFleur, Sharkey, Sunflower, Warren, and Washington. That one's, in effect, two hours later until 6 o'clock. Now, most of the time when you have one that's going later, it's because it's further east. Not in this situation, you notice, because you've got Natchez you got Adams County in that later group going until 6, again, down in that southwestern portion of the state, you know, where I'm headed. So, obviously, that's the reason why, I would assume. The upshot of the whole thing, just pay close attention to the weather today. Somebody just texted in, said the Delta fixing to get hammered. Actually, it's south of Jackson, looks like it's going to get the absolute worst of this.
2: Yeah, it'll be the worst in southwest and just south Mississippi in general. But there are several of those storm cells right there on the Louisiana Arkansas line making their way east by northeast. And several of those cells will wind up over parts of the Delta, north of Greenville, north of Greenwood there's a whole severe thunderstorm watch in effect for the north part of the state because of those.
1: Yeah, and it looks like a, a pretty massive cell could possibly develop uh, just south of Clarksdale, uh, coming up in about a half hour or so. So we're, we're not looking that far in the future as we're talking about this. Basically, every place except the coastal counties, say the, the six counties along the Gulf Coast down there, most of it's going to your north. Everybody else, yeah, you could you could get some rough stuff over the course of the day today. Again, we heard from the National Weather Service back at the beginning of the show saying they didn't expect tornadoes out of today. Uh, at least not a lot of them. It was going to be more of a, a strong wind, hail, rain event as it passes through. They've now issued a significant weather advisory for Monroe, Lee, and Calhoun counties and Chickasaw County as well. Again, pea-sized hail winds at 40 miles an hour around Vardaman, 12 miles east of Houston. Again, these things are booking it, moving east at 55 miles an hour.
2: That's why you're not seeing these watches extend into the night time period. Because I mean, we got a tornado watch for a significant portion of the state till four, and then another portion of the state till six. Hopefully, by eight or nine o'clock, all of this will be over in Alabama.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Somebody on the six six two from the six six two on the C Spire text line says the Delta is looking way worse than South Mississippi. Not really, according to what I'm seeing. As it develops over the course of the afternoon, the the, the Delta is going to get plenty, don't get me wrong, but in terms of severity and size, the projections I'm seeing by 2 o'clock, there'll be a few little storms up in the Delta, and southwest Mississippi will be completely covered with dark, angry red and purple, the entire area almost. So to me, it looks like southwest Mississippi is going to get it worse. And then that's going to drift to the northeast, which means uh, mid-afternoon, late mid-afternoon, the Jackson Metro area is going to get its turn with all of that. that. That's what I'm seeing anyway. We'll, of course, as always, have to wait until it plays out and see exactly what does happen. But
2: yeah, because a lot of their predictions are showing a, a large growth in the storm cells as it hits the Mississippi River
1: that's usually the way it works usually the way it works but we have
2: seen that not happen recently
1: well it it does one of two things these systems don't cross the river and not change either they die out or they build up and draw strength a lot of that has to do with the water temperature in the mississippi river i have no idea what that is today but that has a part to play in that along with all the energy in the atmosphere so we will have to see what it does as it crosses the river Looks to me like it's building up a little bit or a lot as these things cross the river. But until it actually happens, we won't know for sure. That's why all you can do is hold on. It's the best advice. And uh, there, somebody sent a screenshot saying this is what they're talking about hitting the Delta. And, yeah, I see that, but that area down in southwest Mississippi about an hour after that is going to be almost all red with some purple in it. See, I'm hoping that all of this is wrong to the point to where we just get light showers and we get to make fun of Dave for talking about all these projections. That that would be the perfect scenario to me. We'll see. Tom in Carthage, I'm driving my new government-issued delivery van today. Said It has a lot of bells and whistles, but I don't see a force field button anywhere. Yeah, you need to drop that in the suggestion box. Days like this, it would probably come in handy. Good grief. You know, Felicia made it sound like it was going to be no big deal. And it just keeps... Picking up steam out there. So we will keep you up to date. We heard several different school districts that were dismissing early. Uh, I haven't seen any other reports, but I am quite certain there were more that did that. Uh, and we'll continue to do that over the next 15, 20 minutes.
2: On the ceasefire text line, Andy and Jackson, Dave may have come up with a severe weather drink. Angry
1: Purple. Oh, yeah. You have more than one of those. It's going to be a long morning the next morning. You may not have enough headache remedy. You hit too many angry purples that that could take the place of the hurricane actually. It's more fun to say, or do you have a sidecar of
2: gorilla hail? <laughs> Let me get an angry purple with a sidecar of gorilla hail. <laughs> oh.
1: You know, we are helping out the uh, the hospitality industry right now. I look up, and Fox is on the left-hand TV screen, and all I see is Jen. The P is Silent um uh, holding a press conference. I guess the way she handles those makes sense because she. Circles back around so often, she's probably continuously dizzy. Explains a lot. From the 662, all this global warming. This global wetting today. And it's going to continue probably until about... ...Nightfall. Uh, let's see here. We have a severe thunderstorm warning now in effect for Issaquina and Washington counties until 145. That one was just issued. We'll look at the details on that one. Uh, basically, the same as what we've seen from the others. Uh, well, not quite. No, a little bit worse. We'll talk about that next.
20: Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrumptious treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity, and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate dip strawberries and chocolate dip baskets at nandyscandy.com. Nandys Candy and Maywood Mart. Or shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
9: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
4: If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully.
12: <sighs> Rain, the new degree of comfort. I'm Kelly
15: Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves was among five governors to join Fox's Laura Ingram last week for a special called Red State Trailblazers, and he gave his opinion of today's Democratic Party.
18: Many people in the Democrat Party, and it's not just the far left, it's many people in the Democrat Party are putting down America day in and day out. It's almost as if they, they wanna act as if there is not this thing called the American dream.
15: Many, including Douglas Carswell with the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, have labeled the president's agenda Socialist Federal unemployment policies that make it more profitable for some not to work are being blamed for employee shortages across our state.
11: And if you pay people for existing rather than for doing things, people stop doing things for their fellow human beings. It's a, it's a catastrophic system. And America is at a critical juncture. It needs to either abandon its model and embrace socialism or abandon socialism and renew the republic
0: Gentlemen, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
1: You know, I've never seen someone be sarcastic with the bumper music before. That's kind of impressive. I'm going to be honest. That uh, severe thunderstorm warning, he said, ignoring it now, uh, that was issued uh, for uh, Washington County and uh, Issaquina County until 145, uh, They list 70-mile-per-hour wind gusts and quarter-sized hail, up to an inch in size for the hail. This is not a cheerful warning. It says, under impact, hail damage to vehicles is expected. Expect considerable tree damage. Wind damage is also likely to mobile homes, roofs, and outbuildings. Say it'll be around Oak Grove, somewhere around 1250, be in the Shelburne area around 110. Uh, gasaway and Milliken around 115. Glen Allen around 135. Uh, Mayorsville, Kilbourne Forest, and Pioneer could also be impacted by this storm as it comes through. This is one they're telling you to get on the lowest floor of your building on in an interior room uh, because of the wind speed and the size of the hail and the severity of the storm. So, Yeah. We're going to hear more of those, I'm afraid, throughout the day. They have now also issued a significant weather advisory until 1 o'clock for uh, Tunica, Coahoma, Panola, Tate, and Quitman County, portions of those counties. That's in effect until 1 o'clock. Strong thunderstorm producing pea-sized hail located over Friars Point, just north of Clarksdale, moving east. That one's not moving northeast. It's moving east at 55 miles an hour. Uh, heavy rain, cloud to ground lightning, the usual. Continuous cloud to ground lightning. Yeah. That's not the words you want in front of your lightning description. Uh, they're saying uh, southern Tunica, uh, northeastern Corahoma, uh, northern Panola, southwestern Tate, northern Quitman. Uh, you need to pay attention to that one. That alert just issued and uh, i'm to the point now to where every time i click refresh i'm surprised if a new one doesn't pop up and i do want to make sure that we set your expectations properly we're just getting started there's going to be a lot more than the boys on sports talk may be busy this afternoon If they're keeping up with the severe weather advisories and and warnings and stuff, yeah, they're going to be busy. And I know sometimes, uh, because it happens here, too, I know sometimes they catch some grief because they spend time talking about the weather and giving the warnings and the updates and the the advisories uh, that you need. And sometimes people, yeah, they they don't want to hear it. It's... At worst, a public service. At best, could help somebody out in a very significant way. So it's our responsibility. We have to keep up with this stuff. Uh, Just just keep up with it, or just keep it here. We're going to keep you up with it throughout the day. And I'm sure if anything major breaks in, uh, you'll you'll even be breaking in with Rebecca coming up at 2 on Good Things. Because that's going to be right in that target zone where some of this stuff is going to happen. Mentioned it earlier, we were talking about hail. Did you hear about the Chinese rocket? No. Well, they've decided to build their own space station because China. So they sent a piece up, put it in orbit. Except China does things a little differently from us. Whereas with SpaceX, they're actually now, you know, landing the launch rocket's right back on a on an axe that they have marked on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Pinpoint accuracy. China has no guidance. It's just going to fall sometime next week, and nobody has any idea where. Rhino's laughing. I'm serious. If you haven't heard about this, I, I don't think it's going to cause a problem for us, but you can't rule that out. Wasn't it Space Lab that fell to Earth in the outback of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. They did have, uh, the last time China did this, pulled this stunt, uh, it came down and the debris actually hit an office building somewhere. So there is precedent for this causing a problem. So next week, just look up. The best part is because it's just in a deteriorating orbit. It's not being brought down. It's just going to fall at some point. We don't even know when exactly, much less where. So there's our news topic for next week. Watch out for Chinese rocket debris. I just thought I'd spread that little piece of good news while we were sitting here talking about these things. Ah, there we go. I hit refresh and it happened again. Another severe thunderstorm warning, this time for leak in Madison counties until 1.30. Uh, 60 mile an hour winds. And again, one-inch hail. Quarter-size hail is apparently about one inch, according to the National Weather Service. Uh, this is another one where they're saying hail damage to vehicles is expected, and expect wind damage to roofs, siding, and trees. It'll be around Farm Haven just before 1 o'clock, is what they're saying. So that's the latest one that's out. <sighs> Chris the Mailman on the C Spire text line said it seems like on days like this the Postal Service loads us down. Yeah, this is going to be one of your busier delivery days because the weather has gone right down the tubes. So, yeah, makes sense. It's the way the way the universe works sometimes, isn't it? <sighs> Mose, that's a good point. Said there's also precedent for the Air Force to use an F-15 and Shoot the satellite down with a missile. Yeah. If they can determine in enough time that it's going to cause a potential threat to property or lives in the United States, yeah, they can do that. Just go blow it up. Make smaller pieces. Oh, Ed. Ed. It's funny, but Ed... (sighs) Not going there. Not going there. Uh, let's see here. We have also now a severe thunderstorm warning for Bolivar and Washington. That's part of that area that we were talking about earlier that they had issued the special weather statement for. Uh, they have now put that out. We have one in Capaya uh, saying that a strong thunderstorm will affect northwestern Capaya County until one30 Um Wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour, and nickel-size hail for that one. Around uh, the Hazelhurst area, just before 1 o'clock, Crystal Springs about 110 is what they're saying for that one. And looking at the radar that we saw earlier, Rhino, that that area around Crystal Springs is going to get it for a good half hour to an hour from this one line of storm cells that's going to be passing through that region. So that's probably just the first of several for Capaya County, coming up in the next, I'd say two hours. I was just double
2: checking on whether or not we still had the capability of shooting a satellite with an F-15, and I don't think we still do. Because yeah. we did that in the mid '80s.
1: Yeah, doesn't developed a whole technology, me. and I'm
2: pretty sure that went the way of the dodo before Reagan got out of office.
1: Would that have been part of the Star Wars defense system? I don't know if it was
2: officially a part of it, but it it was. It was a, let's see what's the official designation. The ASM one thirty five ASAT. Yeah. Was an air launched anti satellite multi stage missile. And the maneuvers that they had to do to get this
1: thing fired at the satellite are impressive. <laughs> I would I would suspect there would be an Emmelman in there somewhere. Prior to launch, the F-15
2: flying at Mach 1.22 executes a 3.8G zoom climb at an angle of
1: 65 degrees. Ouch. That's going to be painful for the pilot, I would think. But yeah, I would assume that was probably, since it was mid-80s, late 80s especially, that had to have tied in in some way to the Star Wars defense system of Reagan.
2: But on 13th of September,
1: 1985, a missile successfully destroyed the satellite. You know, there's a lot of things that we used to be able to do, and now we can't, which continually boggles my mind, because I thought current science and current art builds on the previous. Instead, we seem to have looped around and gone backwards in a lot of different directions takes me back to the whole putting people on the moon thing. We did that in the 60s. As recently as five years ago, there were people in high positions in NASA and JPL and other places saying, we don't have the ability to do that right now. How? I've got a digital watch with a better computer than they had on the Apollo crew capsules. How can we not do it? Same thing with this. There's got to be some way to cobble it together. They have a week. They can get busy. Boy, that radar. Have you looked at the radar over in North Louisiana and South Arkansas? That is a nasty-looking cell that's about to hit Greenville. That doesn't look good at all. Final segment. That's a good point. In the 60s, they were using slide rules. That We may need to go back to that. You might have a point. We'll continue. Final segment up next.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, a slight chance of rain with partly sunny conditions, high near 89. Tonight, slight chance of rain, low around 72. Your Tuesday, a possibility of severe weather, showers and thunderstorms, high near 84. For your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is
18: all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
1: This Mother's Day, make it memorable with a gift of jewelry from DNS Diamonds & Jewelry. Whether she's your mom or the mom of your children, don't let May 9th pass without doing something extra special for the one who gives life and makes yours so much better. From simple diamond cross pendants to the larger diamond studs you know she's always wanted, DNS Diamonds has you covered. Through May 8th, you'll find exciting specials throughout the store. DNS Diamonds & Jewelry,
8: 144 Market Street in Floodwood in front of J.C. JCPenney.
6: Mom.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Yeah.
4: Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go.
0: Now, now, now. Back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
1: Welcome back. The JT Show debuts here. The Ceasefire text line. My buddy Thomas up in Greenwood says, glad to have Super Dave back, but it begs a question. Does bad weather follow you? It's so funny. We had that conversation in the studio off the air back at the beginning of the show. Alex came in here. Every time I'm up here, everything goes right to pot. I don't know what it is. It's not like they saw the weather report and said, oh, yeah, come on up. No pre-scheduled and here we are uh by the way if that is the way this is working um just go ahead and take a day off thursday at this point just saying because i'll be back up here so yeah oh fox is now currently doing a story about the debris from the 21 ton rocket could land anywhere that's the official chiron under the live video there yeah they updated the severe thunderstorm warning for northern Capaya County. It's in effect until 1.30, located near uh, Dentville, about 8 miles west of Hazlehurst, moving northeast to 25 miles per hour. It's now 60-mile-per-hour wind gusts and half-dollar-sized hail. It was quarter-sized hail when they first issued it. They have now adjusted it. Uh, Going to be at Hazelhurst uh, right about now, actually. Uh, Gallman around 105. Crystal Springs about 110. So 60-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, that size hail, they're saying, is about one and a quarter inch. That's big. I mean, that uh, an inch and a quarter? That's a big chunk of ice falling. The the weather over the
2: Magnolia State is severe enough to where the National Weather Service Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma is chiming in.
1: About what?
2: Clusters along the northern periphery of their zone could pose a risk of large, isolated hail and damaging winds, along with brief tornado spin-ups across northern Mississippi through mid-afternoon. Isolated large hail events up to two inches in diameter
1: possible, damaging wind gusts up to 70 miles per hour. I have to wonder if Reed Timmer is currently driving as fast as he can back west, because he was set up in Alabama this morning. Reed Timmer, extreme meteorologist. Love that guy. Uh, Yeah, it's starting to look like this is not going to be one of those systems that skips over us and Alabama catches all the grief from it. I saw a report uh, just a few minutes ago earlier. uh, Of course, as always, this storm earlier today was in Texas. They had golf ball-sized hail over there. I actually saw a picture of somebody holding some in their hand. It was a grown man. He could only fit four of the hailstones in his hand. Park undercover if you can. If you're anywhere where this stuff may be coming through, be very weather aware because, again, you notice we're not hearing much in in the way of tornadoes, which Felicia... Bowser from the National Weather Service back at 1020 told us this was not going to be as much of a tornado event as we have seen recently. It's still a possibility. We could still have more of those pop off. We had one earlier today, this morning, about 915 in Rankin County. That's the only one I've heard of so far. The rest of it has been severe thunderstorm warnings with hail, high winds, and a ton of water dropping. So take the flash flood watches seriously as well, and flash flood warnings when they start to pop up, because we will see those pop up throughout the day uh, as this continues to pass through. (sighs) I just keep looking at the radar and keep thinking, you know, you've got a couch, don't you? Is it comfortable to sleep on? It's not bad. I might just sack out there. Looking at this, this is just not... A pretty day. So please drive carefully if you have to be out, uh, especially in about, mm, what do you think, Rhino? about two hours? Yeah, it'll start before then, but that'll be when
2: the majority of it is all over the Magnolia State.
1: Yeah, in about two hours' time, if you absolutely have to be out, be careful. If you don't absolutely have to be out, don't be out. Your car insurance premiums will thank you. I think. Depending on where you're at, because it's, you know, hit or miss as to where these things develop. Uh, We now have a severe thunderstorm warning for both Isoquina and Washington uh, again. Yeah, they extended that one to 230. Yeah. That one's still going. Quarter-sized hail. 70-mile-an-hour wind gusts. Going to be... well, it's passing Oak Grove now, be it Shelburne around 110, Gasaway and Milliken around 115, Glen Allen around 135. But they have extended that one and will continue to do so. So just keep it here. We'll keep you updated as best we can on the Supertalk Network, wherever you're at. But if you're in the state of Mississippi, please pay attention to the weather. You need that information as quickly as as you can get it, Rhino. Enjoyed it, my friend. It was fun. We'll do it again Thursday. Yes, we will. I'll be back up here Thursday. It may be in a rental. We don't know. Depends on how the drive home goes. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Stay weather aware. I'll talk to you Thursday.
18: To your courtesy of-